Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome back. Hot seat coming up. And, well, I was stunned. I don't know about anybody else. Now Tom Brady, who is retired from the game, needs an additional year before he starts his uh, $375 million contract. Why not? He's the best ever. This is the fiasco to end all broadcast fiascos. Fox Network took $375 million, put it in the commode, and flushed it. Flushed. They did. Those guys, this guy is a diva a year before anybody even knows if he can do the job. Unbelievable. The ratings won't change one one bit whether he's there or not. People are going to watch football. one iota. On the line with us, giving us our reports directly from the site of the Super Bowl, WIP reporter Elliot Shaw Parks. Hi, Elliot. Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Oh, uh, it must be fun out there, isn't it, Elliot? Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable, especially compared to Minnesota, which was basically just in a mall the entire time. It feels like a real Super Bowl out here. So tons of Eagles fans. It's been unbelievable so far. Hey, Elliot, will you feel differently about the Eagles, whether they win or lose the game? Yeah. So clearly if they win, they'll be remembered as probably the best Philly team of all time. So there will be some differences. But I have to be honest, and maybe it's because I'm down here at the Super Bowl and I can feel the magnitude of what they've accomplished already. I think that if they lose to the Chiefs, there's no shame in losing to that Chiefs team. That's a great Chiefs team. This Eagles team has already accomplished amazing things. So I'm just being honest that if they were to lose, and when I look back at the season a year from now or even right after the game, I'll remember this team very fondly, like in very good light. So I don't think it'll change my opinion, honestly, a ton of them if if they win or lose. I think they've already proven so much that losing to this Chiefs team wouldn't make me view them negatively. That's one of the most disappointing answers I've ever heard. And I was tipped off on this, Elliot, because you were on a podcast with uh, James Seltzer. No, no, no. He was on a podcast with Bo Wolf and um, Zach Berman. Well, Well, James Seltzer is in there cheering me on right now because that is one of the – He was in there too. So I'm watching him cheer me on. Elliot, here's what you said on the podcast. They don't have to win this game. That's all we have? They don't have to win the game? Yeah. Oh, well, well, I thought let me, we had well, more let me ask that. You, well, let me ask you, Angela. Will your opinion of them change if they lose the game? Like, well, you let's analyze this you... carefully. Yeah. Elliot, go ahead. see, Tell me, yeah, go ahead. it's really a cool thing to do because I got an Eagles team that got here and lost, and I got an Eagles team that got here and won. And the team that won five years ago 
I love like no team ever. And the team that lost with Reed and McNabb, I loathe because Mm -hmm. they choked in the biggest moment. How in God's name do you live in this city and don't think winning or losing is the deciding factor in how you feel about a team? Okay, well, maybe it's because my favorite team of all time is the 0-1-6ers, so maybe that's part of it, right? But but I think your McNabb-Reed thing, like, there's a lot of disappointment wrapped up in that. They lost a lot of big games, right? This Eagles team is at the beginning of something. This year, I'll remember, is Jalen's breakout years, Jalen becoming the franchise quarterback, right? So I agree. They clearly, obviously, winning is the most important thing of the game. So maybe I shouldn't have phrased it the way I did in that pod. But what I'm saying is this season, this team has already accomplished so much that I'm, if they lose to the Chiefs in a close game, I mean, it, to me, I'm not going to all of a sudden be like, this season was a disappointment and like hold some type of resentment against Jalen or anything like that. Like, I think that they've already had such a great year that if they lose a close game, I'm not going to just shift my opinion on everything. All right. Uh, understand, I'm sitting next to Keith Jones. He has one record above all others. He mm-hmm. was in the NHL playoffs four times on teams with three and one leads. And all four choked, right? If Keith Jones had won a championship in any of those years, Elliot, he would not be slumming here with us. He would be a superstar in broadcasting, even we, beyond what he, beyond be, what he we'd is. We'd be now. walking together forever. We'd be walking together forever, but instead, we're not even in the same city. He's it's how you, how you lose matters. You got uh, how, how you, you lose but matters. You can't lose. But Elliot right. makes a, a good point he about does. this team because it's really in its infancy as far as the head coach goes. There's there's not a huge track record right. there. True. Where Reed had already choked multiple times in the championship Correct. game, and McNabb had also been to big games and lost. This team, this is all new. So there is something to be said for it. But this is Cinderella I mean, again. Angel, can you honestly say if they lose the Super Bowl, right? you will look at this team and go, what a disappointment. Oh. Like, I understand being upset at them because you want them to win the game, but it's not a failure because they've already, like, Jalen's had his breakout year. They've done so much more than we could have ever hoped in some ways, right? So, like, Elliot. at the end of the day, obviously it matters if they win. I'm not I want you to understand you're not grasping something. In Philadelphia, there is no such thing as house money. You can never have a successful season if you got to the biggest game and lose it. There's no way that unless... I am now a dinosaur, and now coming in second is okay. It's never been okay in this town. Let me ask you this: How do you never. feel about the Phillies team? Wait, let, let me ask: how, how do you remember the Phillies team that just made the run to the World Series? Do you remember uh, the disappointment? Do you remember the run? Do you remember the fact? No, the I was disappointed. The they did not complete the mission. I understand. I understand you're disappointed, but that's about being in the moment and feeling that. But I think we can still, on a large scale, say if they lose this game, we're not going to in five years look back and go, man, that team was a huge disappointment. We're going to look back and go, what a run that was. Jalen should have won. No, no, what a it's run how, that was is not good enough. It's how they lose when they lose. I mean, right. There's so much can happen within yeah, that last game. Right? Out, clearly, yeah. All right, let me get they play competitive game, yeah. Let me get to the pomp and pageantry of opening night at the uh, at the Super Bowl. What was that like, Elliot? Uh, look, I, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was what media night has turned into, right? I mean, lo- lots of like someone was walking around in a barrel. At one point, Andre Dillard was blindfolded and like riding this little fake pony thing. Uh, there was just a lot of those moments. Um, I do think Jalen at the podium did. Uh, he did try to show, I think, more personality than he he normally does. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, Jordan Mailata was good. I mean, they're a team of, of good guys. So I think that really came across last night. All right, well, Elliot, uh, you know, they sent me a lot of cuts and stuff. And to me, based on just listening to all the stuff that was said, the star to me was Nick Sirianni. Because mm. Nick Sirianni, we are a controversial fan base. And he could not have embraced us more. Here's a little snippet of how much he loves being a Philadelphian now. I feel like I, I live and coach in the, the greatest uh, sports town in, the, in America. Um, it means so much to everybody there. That's what you want, right? When you're a little kid playing in a peewee football game, you're like, where's everybody? I want them to see us. I want, to see, I want them to see everything that we have to offer them, right? That's what you want. You know, you want your fans to love it. You want your fans to be there. You want them to be wearing green on Friday. You want them to be wearing green on Saturday. You want them to be throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. You want that. That was. Um, uh, I don't know if you were actually there for that, Elliot, but that, he went on to say this is the city where he wants to bring up his kids. And here's the part that I like the most. It sounds real. It sounds like he really feels yeah. that way. Well, I think to me, early on at least, one of the biggest misconceptions about Nick was that he was pandering. Like, yeah. I, I think Nick, from what I've known since he's gotten here, I mean, he really genuinely enjoys, like, the fact it's a major sports city. He loves going to Sixers games. He loves the fact, like, you know, he's friends with Jay Wright. I, I just, he's a sports guy. Like, in his free time, he watches sports documentaries. Like, I think he would be just as into sports, like, wherever he was, but the fact that he's landed in a city where it is the biggest deal and where he is the coach for the biggest team. I mean, I just see it every day when I'm around him. Like, he really loves the fact that he gets to do what he does, and I think that answer really kind of encapsulated why he loves it. It's a great fit for us here to have a coach who yeah. loves this city the way he does. Uh, uh, early reports, these are from our people that were there yesterday, especially at the <laughs> opening night thing, Elliot. More Chiefs fans right now there than Eagles fans, is that correct? So what's interesting is, in the stadium last night, I think there probably were more Chiefs fans. But when you walk around, I see more Eagles fans. Like, I haven't seen actually a ton of Chiefs fans. No, so maybe they all arrived and came right to the thing. And today when I walk around, I'll see more of them. But, yeah, uh, last night for sure I thought there were, there were more Chiefs fans at the uh, event. All right, one last thing, Elliot. Uh, people may not know this because now he's uh, defined first as a broadcaster here with us at WIP. Elliot Sharp Parks is a hell of a writer. Good writer. <laughs> Elliot, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, will you write a book? Well, look, maybe I'll write a book if they lose, right, at this point. It seems like it doesn't matter, but no, not, I will probably not write a book. But but maybe. I mean, look, I, I appreciate the kind words, so who knows? Well, because if they win, uh, people would buy the book. If they lose, nobody's buying a book. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Elliot, yeah, maybe. Well, Park, that's a good point. we will be featuring him throughout the week here, giving us reports, Elliot. Uh, fun to have arguments with you. Always great. Thanks, Elliot. Yep, talk to you guys soon. I will yeah. never, ever, and maybe the world is changing. Maybe I'm behind on this. Second never worked for no, me. No, you can, it never you will. can accept it with the Phillies because right. they're not the Eagles. There's, but I there didn't is a accept there's no, but so, there's still a difference. So. There's so, I hated that conversation. Yeah. I hated Elliot's opinion. There is so much built into this season, what it has led to. Yes. If you lose this Super Bowl, it's a massive disaster. It's not, oh, I'm happy they got there. No, I'm no, furious. That is There's the so many story- loser. There's so many storylines that have built to you must well, win the Super Bowl to finish it out. You're a young, vibrant man. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's not vibrant. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Johnson, do you yes. think now we've reached the point where people in your generation feel getting close? You don't is good? get a, You do not get a participation trophy when you've come this far and have done this much. You have to close it out. You're the favorite. You're the better team. I'm with Johnson on this one, and I do think he's vibrant. Well, um, you're with him. On, <laughs> on the line with us is a man who is really as intense as there has been a fan in this town. A good friend, Mark from Mount Laurel. Hi, Mark. Good morning, Angelo. Mark, would you ever accept finishing second? Is that Angelo, good enough? I can't believe what Elliot Short Parks just said to you. I'm, I, I'm in shock. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Ange, how's this, Ange? What do the Eagles and the Texans and the Jets have in common if they lose this game? They didn't win the Super Bowl. That's right. All three teams didn't win the Super Bowl. Nobody remembers the team that lost. Nobody True. remembers them. True. And let me say this to you, Angelo. All for the tens of thousands of people that called WIP through the years when you were hosting the show, some of them are dead and gone now. A lot of them Let's are. Let's win it now. Win it now so we can enjoy it. I got to tell you, Mark. I've been following the Eagles since 1965. I've seen one Super Bowl, okay? Let me see another one. That's a beautiful thought. You know why, Mark? I'm going to tell you the thing I got the most in the first couple of years after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. How many people managed to hang on who had serious illnesses to witness the Eagles winning the Super Bowl and died happier yeah, people? What's going on right now? It meant so much for people. And do you know there are people now yeah. that are very ill and hoping that before they go, they get to see this Super Bowl? It means everything. You better believe it, Angelo. I I have people of my own. My father, who never made it. My cousin, Mike, who died at 62 years old, never seen it. So we all have that in our families. We all have that within our friends, our best friends, our uncles, our aunts, all the people. This is important that you win this game because you don't know when you're going to get back there again, Angelo. Mark, you don't. Mark, at, at kickoff Sunday, 630, Oh, can you tell us what you'll be feeling in that moment? What will, well, for, how much nervousness will you have? Well, it'll be me and my two boys. There'll be no Super Bowl parties. No, nope, There'll be no, no reacting and talking and all that. Nope. And I just can't wait. I can't wait. What is it today? Today's what, Wednesday? No, it's, it's Tuesday. Like, <laughs> we got, oh, thank we you. got five <laughs> days, Mark. <laughs> hey, Angela, let me tell you something. When you retire, you're going to feel the same way, brother. Oh, yeah? Well, you, I don't know. And listen, no more 3 o'clock in the mornings for you. I'm still happy for you, Angela. No, but it's see, t- Mark. It, it it was worth it if I got this last going away present. If not, yes. I, I'm going to say I should have quit five years ago after the other Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, Ange, real quick, and I'm going to let you go on this one. When they win and I'm hugging my sons, oh. I'm also going to be thinking about Angelo Catali. Well, that's charming. Uh, do you have a media giant? Give me somebody in the media that you always admired, Mark. I always admired John Madden. John Madden has already, already said. Give me another one. Come on, Mark. A great. Uh, I mean, I'll go. I'll go far back to Howard Cosell. Already. Cosell already. All right. So here's here his who has been right, mentioned. Here's what we got, Mark. Merrill Reese, John Madden, Howard Cosell, Angelo Cataldi, David Letterman, the Kelseys as a whole, uh, Keith Jones, Jim Gardner, and Harry Callis. Johnny Carson. Johnny there Carson is a great media type. 215-592-9494. John Johnson will give out the prizes in uh, about 45 minutes or so. 215-592-9494. When we come back, who's on the hot seat today? 
WIP Sports Time, 9.15. For more than 30 years, NovaCare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or are just making your health and well-being a priority, NovaCare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. NovaCare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there's no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at NovaCare, thank you for choosing them to get back to work, sports, and life. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Eagles choose NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. Brought to you by Bullseye Event Group. We are just five days away from the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl in Arizona. Birds will have today off, get back to practice tomorrow. Jalen Hurts helped guide the Eagles to a 16-3 record, including their two playoff victories. Jeff Lurie telling ESPN Sal Palantonio, Hurts is just what they're looking for. I don't think he has anything to prove. He's an... All right. 923. This is more Eagle stuff because they're not allowed to sing on KC radio this week. Dumbasses. Anyway, uh, a couple of things, first of all. Uh, apparently, uh, somebody, a Eagles fan, called into Christopher Russo on Sirius Radio. Mad he dog. does a show called High Heat. He's got a whole bunch He's of shows. Great, and and um, Chris, who originated here at WIP, worked here for a few weeks yeah. early, 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 early on, right when the format changed, yep. had an exchange, and this moron took a shot at us. Let's- now, I can annoy the Eagle fans. How come I haven't annoyed you over the years? Or have I? <laughs> I got thick skin, man. Thick skin. And you don't listen to WIP in Philly? You're an Eagle fan? Why is that? May I ask? Nah. I, you guys, WIP is just a standard dummy calling him every day from Philly. They don't know what they're talking about. All right, so there you have it. There you have it. The guy's a jackass. These callers have kept me in business 33 freaking years. I know. I wish that guy would call. He sounded interesting. Wait, let me give you an... <laughs> Yeah, he sounded terrible. (laughs) On the line is an example of great callers to WIP. A brother's sign man, John. Hi, John A. Good morning. We are not going there to be representative and play tough and talk about our future. We're going there to win and stake the claim that we're the team of the next decade. Yes, we're young, and now we're going to be the team in the NSC and the ASC. Jalen Hurts left Alabama because he didn't want to settle for being second. He wanted to leave and be number one. We're going there and taking it over. Now, does that sound like a bad call? That's more like it, John. <clears throat> Welcome back. I just realized I yelled so much at Elliot, yeah, I don't happens. even have a voice yeah, anymore. John, do you ever accept second place? No. There's, if you accept second place, you're not a competitor. You're not a winner. You're never going to win in life, in sports, in anything. Anybody accepts that is never going to win and be successful. Sorry. I don't mean to be harsh. It's the truth. 100% truth. Well, John, that is why you and so many other callers that call in 
I honor and respect because yeah. you guys are great callers. And that guy that called in to Christopher Russo, if he came here right now, Jonesy would slap him in the head. That's true. Absolutely. That true. John, I have a media person. Give me a media person. If they talk about everything being scripted, if you remember the beginning of the year before the season started, I said, for you to go out, Angelo, we're going to go out and win the Super Bowl against Andy Reid. And the last play, I don't think it's going to be close. But if we're going to script it, I want him to complete a pass. You can hear Mel Reese. I don't think he got out of bounds. The clock is running. They don't have time, and they're rushing the field goal unit on, and they can't get the playoff. And you said it on Monday. The Inquirer headline will have us lofting the Super Bowl trophy, and the headline is, Andy, the time is ours. Wow. Beautiful, John. John, if that happens, I will look to the heavens and tell God to take me now. My work here in in the earth is done. Uh, Take a look down. I love it. Who's your media person? (laughs) This person is as important to the NFL and the history that we have today and the success is Pete Rosell, and that is Mr. John Facenda. Oh, I love John Facenda. That's a great one. The voice of NFL Films yeah. for many years, and maybe the greatest voice ever. All right, let's try a hot seat right now. Francisco is here. I just got to know, Francisco, you said you were 28, right? That is right. Do you accept second place? Never. Would you consider this a successful season? If the Eagles lost the Super Bowl to Andy Reid, absolutely not. You would not. No, this is your friends, people that you know. Do they accept? You know, do they just? It's like house money. Oh, we did enough. We we're good at no matter what. It's only one, so he can call the guy if you want. All right, no, Francisco. <laughs> do you, now he's trolling, poor Francisco. Francisco, <laughs> he's been doing. Do your morning. friends think that way? No, we, we, you got to win. So where does Elliot come from? He's a young man. Why does he think like a loser? It's only him. It's only remember that. It's, it's only, only him. him. It's only him. Okay. No one else has said this. Good. Well, that made me feel somewhat better. Who's on the love uh, on the hot seat today? Um. So screw the hot seat today. We're doing a love seat. Joe Wechter, Nick Sirianni. You're on today's love seat. Brought to you by Xfinity Mobile, sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Nick, you went from quite possibly one of the worst debut press conferences by a head coach of all time to this. Nick. Sirianni is one of us. Nick, you've been so good as a head coach that you've had opponents crying that they couldn't beat you in the playoffs. He's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team. But guess what? His team's in the Super Bowl and they're not. Nick Sirianni, you are the new standard for Philadelphia sports head coaches. You want your fans to love it. You want your fans to be there. You want them to be wearing green on Friday. You want them to be wearing green on Saturday. You want them to be throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. (laughs) You want that. We want to be able to put our talents on display. And we're able to do that in the greatest sports town in America. The love seat. I got to tell you, the way Mm. he said that last thing is Philadelphia. Yeah, Rapid fire, that was really good. five great reasons, no thinking, just spouting it out. And you know what else I like? I, I read before the things that were being read, written about him. And basically a lot of people, if you look up on Twitter, Sirianni Punchable, mm. you will get. Did you do that, Johnson? I did. There were, there were several thousand responses thousands, to that. Jonesy, thousands of yeah, people well, want to punch Sirianni yeah, in the face. It's the most face. popular sport in the world. Everyone's yep. watching it. They all cheer for different teams. So, yep. of course, they're not going to like him because he's Philadelphia. But he embraced it. Yeah, he loves it. You can. The, the way that 
Andy Reid did it. He kept the distance. He he didn't really. He would give you all the boilerplate. He gave you nothing. Oh, uh, they really, really, really appreciate the fans here. Yeah. Time is yours. Here's, you know, the, here's the injuries. This guy grabs it and holds on for dear life. He does. Life. He does do it's it. It's so great the way he really means it. Yeah, he does. I it's love a natural him. thing for you. You love him, Francisco. It's all authentic. That's that's the best part. He loves him. It's beautiful. Sean's up from Maryland. Hi, Sean. Hey, good morning, Ange. Good morning, crew. How are you guys today? Well, we're five days away from what will be one of the most nerve-wracking games in our history. How do you feel about it? I cannot wait to get there. And, hey, I love the, you know, media night uh, last night was missing one moron. And that was the guy from Kansas City slash Key West. I love the takedown on this guy. I I guess they don't have talk. Sports Talk Radio in Kansas City because he wasn't very prepared. No, I actually was on Sports Talk Radio last week. They're on an AM dial. Are they really? Ironically, they're on 610. Our former number when we were doing it, Sean. But they're very docile. Like, they are not aggressive the way we are here because they reflect their psychology. They have different way of looking at things than we do. I like our aggressive take-no-prisoners approach. That's the only way to be a sports fan. And, and who asks a coach, a Super Bowl coach, who's about to play in five days, if this is a must win? Well, what other kind of win is it? These people are fools. I don't get it, Sean. makes no sense to me. I know one thing. I'm either going to be deliriously happy around 10 o'clock on Sunday or I'm going to be severely depressed. Yeah. There's not going to be a middle ground for me. Because I go all in yep. emotionally. I think you'd be more depressed than usual because oh. I think you expect them to win. Well, and no, I'm, I'm going to be more depressed. I can't ever redeem myself. No, this is my this last is shot. This is it. But, Sean, I want to go out a winner. We're going to a parade, Angelo. Oh, I love a parade. I love it. Sean, give me a, a top media person, past or present. Love this guy, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is a great The best, one. yeah. On the line now, apparently, is somebody who is connected in some way to our own. John Johnson. Banu is on the line. Hi, Banu. Hey, Angelo. How are you? Do you know John Johnson? Yes, I've been, uh, I went to high school with him. That's right. All right, now Is um, he a nerd? With, what was he <laughs> like in high school, Banu? Angelo, this guy, if I could tell you, he's the strongest person that I've ever met. Uh, if John can remember... We had a scuffle in a biology class. Oh, my God. And he had to separate two strong dudes who were in baseball and basketball teams. Uh, and then he just picked them up and threw them away. I, I, was, I was the peacemaker. He used no, the No, hold burner. on. This is a part of Johnson <laughs> I never understood. But, no, he was extremely strong. Was he, like, uh, respected? Was he a tough guy no, in high absolutely, school? Abso- absolutely not. He looked like... A regular dude yeah. oh. who had no muscles, but I'm telling you, this guy has such strength. Wow. Right. Wow. Is that true, Johnson? That's what I hear. <laughs> Was he an ugly little bugger? <laughs> <laughs> now, so, so um I was there when their uh, when him and Lindsay's uh, love was flourishing. So. Oh, that that far back. All right, so Benu, hold on. Uh, this is uh, mm, thank you so much for good. calling. In the high school. Was John Johnson uh, very popular with the girls? Absolutely not. No, he was not? <laughs> Did he try really? hard? 
Well, and no. the, they did not he enjoy uh, Johnson. <laughs> no, he was. He only had one girl, and he married that one. So is that true, Johnson? That's basically true. Wait yeah. a minute, high your school high sweetheart? school sweetheart, you married? Yeah, yeah, I did. And how long have you been with her? Oh, uh, twenty. Oh. Hold on. Wow. 25, 25 years. Oh, you All right, hold her, on. Didn't you? Johnson, but <laughs> do think of it. Johnson, have you ever slept with any other women? Uh, n- what, 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 don't we ask me that question like here. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you, are we with the... I'm not answering such a question. Uh, he did not, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. Oh, my God. Oh my I God, didn't know the... That's why he doesn't know how to react if the Eagles win another Super Bowl. I the second new. one is what he's worried about. Back in high school. <laughs> Did John Johnson demonstrate a lot of skills with his hands? Because, like, he's a carpenter. No. Not that either? No, I haven't seen that. He pulls hard for the Eagles. (laughs) Thank you. This is great. Angelo, I just want to tell you, like, uh, I've been listening for years, and um, I married a girl from Florida. She's been telling me to move down to Florida for years. No, don't. Don't. It's awful. It's beautiful. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> but but I told her, like, uh, after the Eagles win, so five years ago when we won, she was like, ah. Oh. And I told her, like, hey, let's move down to Florida. She was like, no, I like this place. Banu, uh, you're phenomenal. Banu, I love talking to you. You're an awesome man. Please give me a, a top media name. I, I like to go with John Johnson, who I listen to. Great choice. Oh, Great choice. John I like it. Johnson. Call us back in a couple of weeks. Look he's forward to talking. Good catching to up, Banu. Now he literally has to choose whether he's in the top four. But he's very humble. I like this. Let me so, see. Top four. Hey, hold on. I need more information here, John. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so fine. when did you start going out with your someday wife? Uh, towards the end of, I believe, junior year. Junior year. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And prior to that, you had not had any girlfriend. No, I had many. Sure. No, Banu said you didn't, that it was just the one girl. That's fine. He can believe that. So that means you would have been 17? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the first for him. Wow. So interesting. Two one five. And that's you? all the information you have. Because you got to understand this, uh, Jonesy. Yes. You're not calculating this. Women love carpenters. Yeah, they do. They like they men do. who are great with their hands, with the hammer, yeah. and the nails. And the wood. And the wood. And the wood, yes. Definitely the wood. wood. Rhea, am I that. speaking right about carpenters? No. <laughs> no, but Rhea, like when you first start holding hands with a carpenter. They have like it's gravity. very rough and callous. Yeah, oh, Johnson yeah. has a splinter. I heard you guys are creeping me out. <laughs> no, what you, I'm just trying to understand Tell Johnson's him, love life. He has a splinter. I don't want to understand it. Don't you want to understand it? No, I know his wife too. And is she very nice? pretty? Is she, nice? is she really pretty yes, and nice? She is. She is. I don't Do you know, think yeah. he locked her down before other guys could get to he her? He was no dummy. No dummy. If you say nutmeg around her, the trance is broken. <laughs> 215-592-9494. This Tom Brady. This Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady is the worst. And I'll tell you why I say that when we return. WIP Sports Time, 936. Let me... I don't have it. Rhea has All right, welcome back. We're coming up at 943 right now on the Tuesday morning before Super Bowl 57 Chiefs versus Eagles in Arizona State Farm something or other. Uni- I don't know, University. Yeah, I don't something. know the name of it. It's a football stadium. Football stadium. All right, anyway, here's the thing. Now, now I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Keith Jones, he's a truth teller. 
and he has heard the work this morning of uh, Joe Conklin attempting to redo the Eagles fight song, and he has been rather displeased. Is that accurate, Jonesy? Yeah, it's been awful. You have not really enjoyed You did not enjoy his rendition. No, I expect more from Joe. The ferret. You thought the ferret yeah. was weak. It's a Super Bowl week. This yeah. is where you have to elevate you got to go to your neck. You don't yes. feel he's reached that. No, he well, started very slowly. Let's put it that way. I have one last entry that we are hoping will redeem himself. Okay. Now, you are by nature not a big music fan, but you enjoy the Eagles fight song. Love it. And you would like to see people do it in different genres. Correct. Seems like a good idea. It is a great well, idea. Well, the final one, he always saves his best for the end. This is a big band version of the Eagles fight song. And here is where Joe Conklin redeems himself in the eyes of Keith Jones. Fly, fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. God forbid he could come up with one. <laughs> exactly. But I think he nailed yeah, it. he did. That was really good. That was called Conklin Redemption. Yes, everybody and should go see no his show. Mistake. His next show is going to be unbelievable. He will be at the Parks Casino with Tom Cotter on uh, February 16th. That's a Thursday night. Go to JoeConklin.com Welcome back, for Cotter. tickets. Now you got something going, but the show is about to end, so he can't go further. That's enough. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, quit while you're starting to get ahead. Josh is on the line. Hi, Josh. Hi, Angela. How you feeling, Joshy? <laughs> oh, I'm 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 feeling good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling better than Tom Brady. He needs a year off. I don't get it. Do you <laughs> understand year? that, Josh? They're giving him three hundred seventy-five million to be a broadcaster, double what anybody ever got. He retires again and then says. I need a year of doing nothing. I'll get back to you guys when I'm ready. I would have told him to go to hell. Years. Yeah. That's no. He he's done. All right, Josh, what did you want to say about Andy Reid? Yeah. So uh a story that hopefully ends this Sunday. Um, like back in like two thousand six, uh I was in high school, my dad took us up to uh to Lehigh. Um and uh, to training camp. And we were just, you know, walking around. We passed by your tent and you, um, you had Andy Reed in, in the tent. Um, and I guess it was a media break. He was about to sign some autographs. So, um, a small group was forming around him. I didn't have any kind of marker or anything. So I went up to you and I said, dude, can I borrow a pen? Um, and you, said something like you came all the way to Lehigh without a pen. And then Andy Reed looked at me and said, did you just call him dude? Um, and like, I was kind of, I think you defended me in yes. that moment. You, yep. you, you, you were like, you remember this? You're saying the yeah, like, or, or, you know, you would do that. 
Sounds like something Angela right, would do. But yeah. hold on a minute, Josh. This is very, timing is everything here. What year would you say this was? I believe it was. I, I believe it was right after the Super Bowl. I right. think it was 2006. That was the line of demarcation for me with Reed. All right, <laughs> yes. when Andy Reed could not manage the clock with 10 minutes and change to go, needing two scores, and he ate eight minutes of the time up to get down the field. Yeah, I realized then. He was never going to give us what we wanted, which was a Super Bowl yeah, victory. Not here. Josh, I never liked the guy from that day on. If I seemed chummy that morning, <laughs> deep down I was bitter. But toward him, not toward you, toward him. I, that was the end of the line for me and Reed. He had gotten us to a bunch of NFC championship games, kept losing. Then he blew the Super Bowl. Josh, yeah. I have had no use for him since. Agreed. He rebuked me for calling you dude, so I, I right. just say we embarrass him this Sunday. Now, here's the thing, Josh. This is the real question. So he signed something, did he? Did he sign something for you? Yeah, yeah. Do you still have it? I don't know. I have a Brian Westbrook football. That right, because if you have it before Sunday to increase our good karma, get rid of it. I would flush no it down the toilet, but whatever works for you, eliminate it prior to the game. Because all these people yeah. sign autographs. No one even knows what happens I to know. them. I know. It's a big problem. But, Josh, I enjoyed the story. It sounds like something that would have happened because dude is something that I enjoy hearing. All right, anyway, yeah, Josh, I... give me a media giant. John Stewart. John Stewart. I like him. Yeah, That's a good one. All right, on the line. Oh, I always love when this happens. It appears we have another song stylist. Oh, Richard. yeah? Hi, Rich. Uh, good morning. Now, Rich, do you have a song? I had the song from yesterday. The Eagles Will Fly, the yep. winner. All right, now okay. you do. And did you play that or sing that for us? I did not. All right, here's what's going to happen. You can do a little bit of your song, Richard. We'll keep it going if we like it. But now I'm going to put it against the best song we have gotten so far which is the Kansas City song by Ed uh, McKendry or something like that. All right, uh, let me hear your song first, Rich. All right, well, I can't sing, so it's going to suck. All right, well, well, let's hear it. It can't be that bad. <laughs> All right. Jalen gets up in the morning and works hard, sir, so that every Eagles fan be heard. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Fly, fly. Jalen gets up in the morning and works hard, sir, so that every Eagles fan be heard. Super Bowl, the Eagles will fly. My O-line, they block for the offense, so the R-backs and wideouts get great success. All right, Rich, Rich, that's probably Rich, Amen. Do you think if you were a great singer, that would sound much better? Yes. Because I don't. <laughs> give me a media well, giant. I would have played for you something that does sound great. But, Rich, give me a media giant. Who you got? Jerry Blavitt. Jerry Blavitt is a great uh, one. Well it's a great one. Just listen. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is the best song I've received for this football season and one of the best I've received in 33 years. The singer is Ed McKendry from the Eddie's Garage Band. Everybody. Wanna beat Kansas City. We're gonna hit, throw, and run. We're gonna beat Kansas City. 
We're gonna hit throwing around. Francisco is grooving. We got a real special team. It's gonna be so much fun. Everybody! Yeah, the sun gonna blitz. The vibes are gonna go. AJ gonna fly. And Jalen gonna throw. We're gonna beat Kansas City. This is We're real. Hit throwing around. Come on, Rhea. We got Bob a your head. special team. It's gonna be so much fun. Johnson is tapping his toes. Thank you, your wife. Mahomes got to scramble and be asking why. Kelsey one one and Eagles gonna fly. We're gonna beat Kansas City. And Clifford Lentz got poops. Hit throwing around. He's got poops. Moves. Oh. Well, fly, Eagles fly. We're gonna be number one. That is, uh, it was a very informal contest this year. That's no one's going to beat that. No, that is phenomenal. And I want to thank again Ed McKendry and Eddie. Make no mistake, Garage Band. I will be playing that in the future as well. Uh, in the case of Richard, I will not be playing that again at gunpoint. Very bad. Huh. Let's go to Dustin in the Northeast. Hi, Dustin. <laughs> Yo, hey, Dustin, I only have time for your media giant. Who do you have? Well, real quick, before I get that, Gen Z, you're the man, dude. It's probably last time. I know you could care less, but, dude, we're going to miss your whip. I appreciate media, it, buddy. We love Keith Jones. He will be back Friday. Dustin, give me a, num- a name. Every Philadelphia sports fan's idol, dude. Big Daddy Graham. Big Daddy Graham yeah, is a great Daddy, one. Yeah. Troy, I need a name. Howard Stern. Howard Stern, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. John, I need a name. Oh, my man just took mine. Howard Stern. How dare he? <laughs> You're tired. Self is on the line. Selfie, I need a name. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Elizabeth, I need a name. Harry Callis. Harry Callis has been selected. Ed, you get last crack. What do you got, Eddie? I got Walter Cronkite. And that's the way it is. Oh, yeah. Johnson, let All me right. know. Are you ready? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. God, is he quick. Yeah, he now, is. That's I, what she... Now, stop it, Jonesy. Now, I decided, since there were so many suggestions, both local and national, that yeah. I wanted to do, and it really wasn't a hard decision, all local. All local. All local. All right, or, your or choice. For our four wonderful prizes. So, right. a number four will win an Eagles NFC Conference Champions t-shirt, and that would be just a moment ago, Big Daddy Graham. Oh, how I do miss you leave Big him out? And you have done great homages to him with your overnight shows, uh, Johnson. I miss Big Daddy. Number three will win an Eagles NFC Conference Champions hat, Jim Gardner. Ah, love Jimmy. Number two, a $50 Visa gift card, Merrill Reese. And number one, a Philadelphia Eagles Brandon Graham replica jersey available now at Philadelphia Eagles Pro Shops and Lincoln Financial Field, as well as two other locations, philadelphiaeagles.com slash pro shop. We're all here as a result. It makes you uncomfortable. I don't care. Angelo Cataldi. Oh, that was bad. That's not wow. bad. What do you mean? Rhea, would you have done that? Absolutely not. Jonesy, would you have done it? No, I've heard the show. Francisco, have you? That's would you, you have done? Johnson, come on. I'm sorry. Who's the judge here? Let None me of tell you. Something right now. Right back at you, my brother. There you go. See you want to hear a great overnight show? 
listen to John Johnson. Johnson. How many people were on that list? How many how many guests did we have? Uh, about 25 or so. I you, beat came, a, you came 26th. I, I, <laughs> I, I beat a Walter Cronkite. Wherever Walter is right now, he's doing a 180 in his grave. I'll tell you that. Ah, it's time to do a wrap. All right, so today's line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. There could have been many lines of the day today, but this was my favorite. Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles. It's going to happen. They're called Eagles. Dave, do you understand? You have already you have established to the Philadelphia audience today you're even a horrible thought. Did someone dial right? the numbers for you? Yeah. But the fact... <laughs> We we got that guy, didn't we? Oh, he was a dumbass. <laughs> guy was a dope. Amazing. Oh, man. Brutal. Go ahead, Francisco. All right, so uh, the final Twitter read brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major engine repairs. Armin Chevrolet's service center will keep your car running great. Certified service, ArminChevy.com. So for the first one, which current coach or manager best represents the spirit of Philadelphia sports fans? Sirianni, 75%. Overwhelming. And then the second read, which all-time coach or manager best represented the spirit of Philly sports fans? Buddy Ryan at 52%, followed wow. by Larry Bowe at 31 Where's Andy Reid? 10%. Ah, was he fourth? He was. Uh, no, he was third. Fred Shero, seventh. Oh, well, they just 10%. don't remember Fred yeah, Shero. Long time ago. It's been a while. Fred Shero was this city, too. Our studio since today was Francisco Rojas, special contributions. Joe Conklin for tickets, go to joeconklin.com. Associate producer Kyle Quinn, Keith Jones, John Johnson in studio, NASA correspondent Clifford W. Lentz, producer Joseph A. Wechter Jr. Joe, the camera, John Ritchie coming up next. How did we do today?